tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, After Buzzers. Welcome back to another episode of Revenge Season 4, Episode 20, Burn. I'm your host, Roxy Stryer. You guys can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer, alongside the amazing, beautiful, wonderful Anna Koppel. Hi. Anna Koppel, you follow me at Koppel from Air, K-O-P-P-E-L-F-O-R-M-A-Y-O-R. And of course, we have Phil Speedtech in the booth with us tonight. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! Uh, this is a very, very fitting song for the episode. Yeah. And I'm thinking that the writers really knew what they were doing here by putting this in, because holy crap, did you see the end of that episode. Oh my god. I can't believe it happened. I was, like, joking about it. I was like, she's gonna kill herself. I, I, I can't, can't believe, believe she did it. I can't believe that she's actually gone. She, she must be, right? Like, she's gone. Victoria is dead. Spoiler well, alert. Yeah, spoiler <laughs> alert. I hope you guys don't watch our show before you watch Revenge. <laughs> Uh, that wouldn't make sense at all. But uh, d- actual spoiler alert, because um, if you don't watch like the previews for next week, maybe maybe turn down your headphones for a little bit. Right. But but uh, but previews for next week, there were. It looks like everybody's mad at Emily or Amanda Clark for killing Victoria. For killing Victoria, it looks like. <clears throat> Was Victoria doing that on purpose, though? We are going to have to wait till the end of the episode to talk about it. All right, we'll get it. We'll get to it. We will absolutely get there. In the meantime, just so you guys know, in case you don't know by now, you can find us everywhere at AfterBuzzTV, AfterBuzzTV.com, YouTube.com, slash AfterBuzzTV, on iTunes, on SoundCloud. I'm losing my voice <laughs> as I do it. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> we're on the internet. You can you can search for us. We'll be there anywhere <laughs> where you can look for after shows or... Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> ABTV Revenge. We, we are there. Yeah. Hashtag ABTV Revenge. Apparently the smoke from the fire. Yeah. Has gotten to me. We're taking over the internet. We are taking over. We absolutely are. That's mm. what AfterBuzz is for. Yep. Okay. Let's get into it, though. We're talking about Nolan and Tony, who seems to be on his favorite relationship on, on the show. Is it my favorite? I mean, right <laughs> now, it's my favorite current relationship, I guess. You said you love them. I do love them. But I don't know that they're my favorite relationship ever. I feel like I know nothing about Tony. Yeah, but I I like that he is very... He seems to adore Nolan. I feel like Nolan deserves to be adored. He's normal. He's he's a normal job. He's a good guy. He's He's, a social worker. Yeah, he just has, like, an upstanding citizen's job, and he just sees the good in Nolan. That he's, like, creating some software and using Nolan and... Right, yeah. He doesn't seem to have some sort of weird ulterior motive that everybody else seems to have, and... Right. And so Nolan seems to be into Tony. Emily seems to be into Nolan being into Tony, which is good because you want your friends to like the person you're with. And so Nolan's doing a lot of good things this week for him. But what I don't like is that... Ooh, so, she's going to the notes, guys. All right. <laughs> she's I took, going I took to notes. the notes. It's so unlike me. Uh, Nolan has... First of all, he's like sponsoring a whole charity event. So I don't like that Nolan always leads with his money. Because you feel like he uses that to fall back on because he doesn't have anything else to, like, another card to play or why? 
Well, I just feel like it's like Nolan is such a wonderful person and he there's so much good about him and he's more than his money. I don't think that he needs to lead with that all the time and to be like, oh, I'm going to sponsor your charity event. Let me take you shopping off the runway. Like, it's just a little bit much and he doesn't, I feel like Tony sees Nolan for who he is, but if he keeps just like throwing money in his face, it it sort of like cheapens the relationship. I completely agree. Instead, he should use a pickup line like, have you looked in a mirror recently? Because we both look identical. Yeah, that's a great but, um, line. Sh- yeah, they, they do. are. They're twins. <laughs> they do, but it's a bad line. It's a, it's a, I, I honestly, I didn't have that long to think of it. I've been like trying to think for the last thirty seconds. Ooh, what would be a good pickup line about them? Look, something about a mirror, like a reflection. You're my reflection. Well, there's there's something about like since they're wearing the same suits, like right. Ooh, like the, of the same suit. I see where you're going. With that. Yeah. You guys know better at home. Let yeah. us know in all those places that I told you before before I had my coughing fit. Um, let us know your comments on what a better pickup line would have been and better than throwing money at it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Which I completely agree. He did it with Padma. He's done it with all of his exes. Yeah, not legitimate. Yeah, it's not great. And uh, and but he, and he also said something to Tony. He said it's nice to feel useful. And I feel like that's just sort of a sad commentary on on Nolan and how he feels about himself. Yeah, and his life. That he really needs to be needed. I feel like he is the most useful person, though. On he the show. is, of course, he is. But like he doesn't. But he doesn't feel that way inside, right? Uh, it's true. So we have this benefit. We got the runway thing going on too. This runway is really hip and cool, and there's all these suits. And Nolan's trying to throw the money at Tony and saying, "Let me buy you whatever suit." And Tony's very clearly uncomfortable with this, right? And voices that Nolan doesn't understand why this wouldn't be a good thing like buying somebody a suit so he says you can borrow one of mine we're the same size we'll share not only the same size but you have the same face um and then we go from that to later on things are going pretty well we've made raised some money we're doing good things we go to this benefit party charity event because mm-hmm. we're always having different events um and before you know it things are getting completely ruined by who is my and i believe to be your favorite character on the show louise wreaking havoc everywhere That's this week I, I don't like too. those new bangs yeah, I wasn't into it. A lot of new haircuts on this show this season. I know. Just people can't keep the same hair. I know. I honestly feel like a lot of the actors are like, we don't know if we're going to have a fifth season. Let's start just messing around with things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we might as well just shake it up. I have a lot of looks, Hollywood. Yeah. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, she's a gorgeous girl. The bangs weren't doing it for me either. But her character still kicks butt. She comes in. She's hysterical. She does this whole little act where she spills on this person and makes fun of this person and gets him into the other room then finally she tries to get a recording out of him and no one's too smart for that you were married to him don't you know yeah he's never gonna fall for that she doesn't know she underestimates him my question is anna what do we have to do to get louise back on our team because i want her on our team and is there any chance she actually is on our team and she's just playing Margot and Victoria right now? Like, no. what do we have to do for her to be Team Emily, Nolan, etc. right now? I don't know. It's going to be rough now, I think, after 
after what happened tonight, which we'll get into. There's a line in the sand. There's a line in the sand. And especially now that Margot's being nice to her. I don't know. I don't know. It's really difficult because she is my favorite character and I love her and I do think she has a good heart. But, man, if she's going to go against us, then I don't think I can side with her. I don't know. I still love her. (laughs) She's a little spitfire and I just think she's great. You're like completely on her team. And if if being on her team is being against Emily and Nolan, then so be it. (laughs) I don't, I mean, does it have to be that way? Does everything have to be against somebody? That's true. Well, this is called revenge. Yeah. So maybe. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but so she does this. Nolan's too smart. He erases whatever she's doing on her phone by restarting his phone on her phone. Being a tech genius comes in handy. Again, Nolan being useful. It's not exactly what he did, but yeah. Well, he like restarted her phone from his phone and refreshed everything. He was running an app. He ran an app. He called it. He knew exactly what she was doing. But see, I think that she didn't, her intention wasn't to cause a scene there. Like, she just wanted to isolate him so that she could record, get him confessing whatever she wanted him to confess. Well, what she wanted him to confess was the fact that Emily attacked Victoria in the parking lot. And do we think that was her? Uh, uh, That's how I feel about it. Uh, I really don't know. It looked like when Victoria was attacked, and we will get more. Well, let's just get right into it. Victoria's attacked in the parking lot. It's right after Louise and Margot are fighting over how Victoria should handle this situation. Louise, quote unquote, wins because she's taking Victoria to lunch. They go out to get the car and Victoria is attacked by what to me looked like a skinny, tall woman in a black hood. It's definitely Emily's outfit. Right. So, I mean, we couldn't really see her face. I thought I saw her hair at some point, but maybe I didn't. If it's not Emily, it's somebody who's clearly seen Emily in action or is replicating Emily or has watched any movie ever about people who... There's theory that it's uh, that it was set up by Luis. Yeah, um, d- definitely on uh, Twitter and the blogs and stuff. And we were talking about that in the room, that maybe Luis did this or maybe Margot did this. Um, trying to prove a point or trying to show something, set something up. I really don't know. I would say it maybe even could have been Nolan, even though he played dumb. What are you thinking? If you had to guess who it was. I would guess that it's Margot. And why would she have done it? If Margot was the person who attacked Victoria, it was for what reason? A couple of reasons. One, you've thought this out. I've (laughs) thought about it. Um, One, to get her hand on the flash drive because... You know, she's the one saying, like, let's get this information out there. And, you know, she's the one with media outlets. So it would be the most useful to her. And she's the one later who, you know, calls the FBI. Let's get it into their hands. Let's let's use this. Uh, And to sort of prove Louise wrong. See, she shouldn't be out of the the house. She should. She's vulnerable. So if it was Margot, then when Louise came to Margot and told her what happened, Margot was just pretending to be surprised. She actually already knew what happened. So that's that's one path. Now say it was Louise. Why would Louise have done this? Why would she have set it up this way? Does that mean she possibly is still on our team? Was she trying to force Victoria into using the flash drive sooner than later? And maybe this would show how threatened her life was? I mean... Do you think that that could be possible, or do you think that there's no way this would be Louise? Well, I don't think it would be Louise. The only motivation I could think of for it to be Louise, I don't think that she's on our side still at this moment. I'm just pushing. I'm just, I know. I know. I really want her to be, too. But uh, I think the only reason that it would be her would 
force Victoria like more into her arms. Yeah, like you know, I'll I'll protect you. I'll take care of you. You know, stick with me. Whatever, kid. Yeah, stick with me, kid. Mama. Oh, so creepy. I know. Uh, (laughs) All right, and the other options, I guess, would be if it was Emily. Which would be the most obvious option. I don't think that's the obvious option. I, I'm saying, like, in theory, that would be the most obvious option because it looked like Emily. If it, you know, if it, what, what's the expression? If it sounds like a horse and it looks like a horse. It's close. If it looks like a duck and it walks like a duck. <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. Then it's Emily Thorne. <laughs> yeah. um, I've been to a farm. Uh, <laughs> um, so I just think that, that it was setting it up to look like it was her. I think that there's no way it was her uh, because I don't think the show would have done that then. I think that they would have just shown her face to us because it wouldn't have been a surprise. I don't think Emily would have done that. I don't think it's her style to just like surprise attack somebody in a garage when they're, you know, I just think she covers her bases better than that. Like by dressing up and becoming a firefighter. Right. And having the technology to like know where that drive is. Like she doesn't leave empty handed like that. Right. Yeah. And then even after she doesn't find it, the person still kicks Victoria. You know, she clearly isn't going to find it. Then sees that somebody's coming in a car and kicks Victoria. So I guess on that note, it really couldn't have been Louise because we saw, or Louise could have set it up, but it couldn't physically have been Louise because Louise was in the car. You know, Louise right, went right, to yeah, go yeah. find the car, and then we see her at the same time as we see the other person. Right, right. So it would have to be in a hire. And then who would Louise have hired? Who does Louise even know? Right. Her brother? Lyman? He's dead. <laughs> oh, yeah. The ghost of Lyman? Her mother? I, no, her, the mom's dead, too. Her dead father? Oh, no, the mom's not dead. No, the mom's alive. The right. dad and the brother dead, are gone. Yeah. Um, ben? I don't know. I'm just naming all the characters on the show at this point. Just naming it Patrick. It's definitely Patrick. A hundred percent. It was Patrick. Now we figured it all out. Uh, so we don't know. We'll have to stay tuned to figure that out. But we do know is that Louise and Margot are both fighting for Victoria, but are on opposite ends of this fight right now. Um, and they seem to be bickering. Louise really just wants to be accepted by Margot and in the family. And Margot's being classic bitchy Margot and is like, no, go away. I don't need you, you nuisance. Mm-hmm. I can do all this myself. Vintage Margo. Yeah. What did you feel about the relationship? Were you surprised that Margo wasn't accepting her? Or was that just typical of her character? I don't know what to think about Margo anymore. She's just so, <laughs> like, I just... Let me start here. I don't like her. Right. The character. <laughs> yeah. Ah. I don't know. Even Like, there's a way... Louise's character, even if she's not on our team, we love her. Margo's not on our team, and I'm like, gosh, why are you so freaking annoying about right. this? She's hot. She's cold. She's up. She's down. She wants revenge. She doesn't. Yeah. You know? She has a like, baby. She doesn't. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> ugh. That was insensitive. It was, but... Yeah. Her character's very inconsistent. And yeah. inconsistent things are happening. Although she seems to want to help Victoria she's here. She's consistently terrible, though. She's a terrible person all the time. Yeah, she... I, I agree with that. Honestly, I like to play devil's advocate a lot. And especially here at AfterBuzz, where, like, we're supposed to have different opinions and express everybody's opinions. I know that some of you guys at home do love Margot. Um, I just don't see it. I don't get it. I don't understand what her character... Like, what are the lovable aspects? What are the parts that I'm like, ooh, I could have a drink with that girl? Even when she's at her best, I feel like she's terrible. Right. Like, even when she was at her best, I'm like, oh, she and Daniel make a really good power couple. Like, they could really do a lot of business together. It was Daniel. Daniel was the one who attacked his mom back from the dead. Oh. Maybe it was Charlotte. Oh. Oh, because she's been, like, training with 
somebody Shakeda esque. Yeah, I don't know what she's been. You know, she's in rehab, but maybe she's not. Maybe it was Charlotte. Maybe she came back to kick her mom's butt because she was like, "Screw you, mom." Maybe she wasn't even looking for the freaking flash drive. She just wanted to beat her mom up. Maybe I like that. We did get mention of Charlotte tonight, by the way. We did finally. Yeah, but although completely in the wrong context. I was baffled by that. It was Victoria blaming Charlotte, her lack of relationship or loss of Charlotte on Emily. Blamed Emily for her, the loss of Daniel, which I could understand. Right. Which isn't accurate, but could still understand. Right. And the loss of her grandchild. Right. Completely not Emily's fault. And the loss of Charlotte. Completely not Emily's fault. Right. Ridiculous. Right. Ridiculous. But at least her name was said. At least there was that. Which warmed my heart a little bit because... I mean, come on. We don't know. We don't know what's to come in the future, but all we could think is that we only have a couple episodes left of the show in general. So if Charlotte's not going to make an appearance at some point, like, just start dropping her name in there as much as you can. Right. Even if it's completely out of context and incorrect. I don't care. Just say her name. Yeah. Uh, so we still have this Louise Margot fight going on, and then by the end of the episode, something changes, and they decide that they can work together. It seemed like kind of a quick change to me. Definitely. Well, maybe because Victoria is out of the picture, so they're not like two dogs fighting over a bone anymore. Well, they don't really know that, though. They don't know at that point. Well, but they do know that she's. they can't get in touch with her. Yeah, and they know she's weird. They're right. like, she's being a little off. Let's go figure this out. Uh, two brains are better than one. Mm-hmm. Although, in this case, I'm not sure if that's true because Louise's brain is great. And Margot can only bring her down. Uh, let me tell you how I really feel about Margot. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, so they, they decide, though, for whatever reason, that they're going to start working together. Um, and, and let's, and let's be honest about that. Like, for whatever, we understand Louise was going through somebody and her, her lineman was drugging her and whatever. But if somebody legit tried to murder you, are you going to be like, yeah, have some bourbon and. Yeah. So I turned to you and I was like, wait, huh? She tried to murder who? Right. And you were like, Roxy, remember? This was when she <laughs> locked her in the sauna. And yeah. that's what happened. I was like, oh, right. Seemed like so long ago. Right. But Things I, happen quickly. I in guess the you, you never forget if somebody tries to murder you, though. And right. it wasn't actually that long ago. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I could be her friend. So maybe Margo's faking it. Maybe Margo's out to get Victoria and Louise. Maybe she was the one who did this. And maybe she's going to pounce on everyone. Maybe she's teamed up with Charlotte. I don't know. All these theories are coming to me right now. It's good. It's a lot of theories. And you guys get to just reap the amazing benefits of my brain. <laughs> All right. Let's move on and talk a little bit about Jack. Because uh, a lot happened with his character tonight. And this show did something that television has never done before. Ever. Which is send one of their characters to Los Angeles. <laughs> so bad. It's so bad. I hate when shows do this. I I really hope that Jack's either getting a spinoff. That I would be so in for. Would you I, watch it? Yes. Yes. First of all, I, I know that we're not supposed to let this influence our opinions, but like Nick is amazing. Yeah. And I'm obsessed with him. Like yeah, he's an amazing guy and is somebody who's so deserving to do incredible things in this industry because he's just such a good person. So would I watch his show no matter what it was? Yes. Okay. Let me, let me agree with you a thousand percent i would watch anything that nick wexler's on i am a big fan of his and a big supporter of his right do i want to see a jack porter spinoff i'll watch it because nick wexler's on it but what's he going to be doing in la okay well what if they age carl 30 years and (laughs) they keep jack the same age and then they become buddy cops oh god (laughs) 
And that, again, is how my brain works. All right, let's talk to the point. Uh, until we get Jack going to L.A., a lot of other things happen, though. Okay. So first, Jack and Stevie are on a mission to fix this Amanda thing, as we're calling it. So Amanda, Emily, Emily, Amanda, the one who's actually in the ground, we have to change her name because the wrong, uh, the wrong headstone's on it. Right. So we have to fix it. Jack took that amongst himself. And then Stevie takes it a step further and needs to change Carl's birth certificate to having his mom's actual name on it and a whole bunch of other paperwork, lawyery things. Uh, were you surprised that they brought this character of Fomanda back into the show at all? Did we think we were just going to like forget about her? Or were you excited and uh, to, just to have her name brought up again? I mean, I'm glad that they brought it up. I think it would have been a pretty big plot hole to to just leave it alone right i think we would have been asking that question well what are they gonna do are they just gonna leave after emily has the press conference yeah right yeah so i'm glad that they're tying up those those ends i'm glad they are too i was just thinking to myself what a strange emotion it must be for jack as he's standing over this grave just because he's known for a long time but he's not been able to tell anybody else like this was my wife she wasn't who i thought she was this is my son's mom. She wasn't who I thought she was, you know? Like, right. just so many weird things must have been going on. And I, I felt like maybe this gave him some closure. Yeah. And and was kind of the impetus for him going to L.A. Right. Like, okay, I settled everything here. And I can leave her here now. Yeah. Uh, which was, I, I just thought it was really emotional. And again, I thought that he did a great job with this. Um, but Stevie, on the other hand, character kind of confused me tonight. So all of a sudden... She's all involved in the life and needs to get all this paperwork and do all these lawyery things, and she wants to stick around as the mom. What changed? What happened? Well, I mean, I think, I think it's David's lymphoma that changed her, and that's why. And even though she says to Jack, "I would just want to be here," what's wrong with the mom wanting to stay? What's wrong with all this? Right. Well, because she she used that line, "I'm not going to be around forever," and I think that kind of startled him. He was like, "What's going on?" Well, do you think it was more she realized life is short and life is precious because of what's happening to David, so she wants to be there, or she wants to stay there for David, or a little bit of both? I, I think because of what's happening with David, she realizes, yeah, life is short, life is precious. That you know, she's had a very estranged relationship with Jack. Just you know, I, I David and Amanda had a non-existent relationship, but there were a lot of years missing for for Stevie and Jack too because of her alcoholism. Right. So. So I think she feels like she's missed so much and, you know, she missed Carl being born, whatever. She missed so much of that. So I think she's realizing, like, well, I'm not going to be around forever and has been valuing this time together. So, yeah, I'm really excited with how much airtime Carl's had in the last few weeks. I know. We, we missed him for a good, like, year and a half. Yeah, he's a real character now. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah. I know, little Carl. I'm yeah. telling you, they're going to age him 15 years. Uh, so anyway, that, it was nice to see Stevie stay around because uh, I'm, I'm liking the relationship she is developing with David and what's going on with him. But we can talk a little bit more about that in a minute. We're sticking with Jack right now. So after all of this and what's happening with the Fomanda and what's happening with everything, he finally goes, he talks to Nolan, and he's like, guess what, Nolan? I'm quitting my job. And it's not because I'm just quitting this job. It's because I'm moving to Los Angeles. And uh, please don't ever tell me that Emily loves me again. And I'm not going to tell her I'm leaving. Peace. That's really, it was very short. It was quick. He packed all his stuff up, didn't care about leaving anything, and got on his private jet that we didn't know he had. 
Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing that that was Stevie's, but still. I mean, still for an attorney, that's it's pretty good attorney money. It was somebody's flying her somewhere for a lot of money. Yeah. Back to LA. Uh, but anyway, they, they do. They go to the airport. And um, I don't know if it, okay, if it wasn't for the cliche and if it wasn't for it being Los Angeles and characters doing this all the time, do you think it's a good move for Jack to leave town just to get out of there after everything that's happened? Yeah, I do. I do. I think that's good for him. Yeah, I, I kind of think so, too. So when we see Emily finally talk to Nolan and he's like, go get your man kind of speech, like this was the rom-com of the year, yeah. uh, she goes after him and I'm like... I don't even know right now if I want him to stay if you get him. Like, right. I, I don't know how I feel. Like, uh, this is just what, if you think about the actual character and what's best for him, maybe he needs to get the freak out of there. Yeah, no, I think it's best for him to, to leave. There's too many bad memories and it, yeah, he's just going to continue to get wrapped up with Emily. That's not going anywhere good. And, and just too many dark times in yeah. the Hamptons for Jack. Yes. How are you supposed to live in a place with that many skeletons? It's not, it's not skeletons in your closet anymore. It's skeletons banging down your door. It's a battlefield. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just really hard. And I feel like what is left for him there is just a lot of misery. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking, do I want her to keep him there? Huh. What if she goes with him? Oh. I know that her dad's home. And she doesn't know what's going on with her dad yet. But if she did catch up to him and he's leaving, and instead of finally dragging him back into that life, she was just like, let me get on the plane with you. What would you think about that? I would like that. Better than her bringing... But you know what? You know what? Let me... I changed my mind about that. Okay. You're Um, allowed to. Okay. Um, (laughs) I don't think, because I I don't, you know, I'm going to just go ahead and, and, and jump ahead to... You do it. And a lot of people predicted, you know, Mason Treadwell is back, which is... Is what it is. It is what it is. Okay. Uh, And he was saying, did you really think that you could just keep this up, that you could leave all this wreckage, that you could keep hurting people, that they could keep giving and giving, and you could give nothing in return, and that would just go on forever? And I think that to hurt Jack as many times as she has to lie to him as much as she has, to put him in as many positions as she has, and then to win him at the end just doesn't seem right or fair. Mason's speech said out loud exactly what we've all been thinking. Right. Without a doubt. Even though you kind of want to pummel him as he says it, I was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. Like, you are stating fact right now. Like, they're... What he's saying is... This show is called Revenge, and that is the path you've been on. You don't get to have it both ways. You cannot have your cake and eat it, too. Right. And that's why I was really happy at the end that she didn't catch him, and that this wasn't one of those epic moments where she catches him, and on the runway, and he comes off the plane, and she says, it's always been you. And I was like, well, it hasn't always been him, because it was Aiden for a really long time, and it was Daniel. Right. Even though it wasn't, but it kind of was. Yeah. Um, You know? I did love them together. Yeah, Yeah. I did, too. And I I miss Aiden, I miss all these people. Mm. And I still, I'm still torn inside on whether I want Emily and Jack together. But at least she didn't choose Ben. But it, that's something that was very clear tonight. Very clear to Ben. He finally caught on yeah. to something. Yeah. Uh, and I still love Ben's character. Like, maybe he should marry Louise or something. Hmm. Because I like them both. I, I don't know if I see them as a good fit. But just people I like yeah. spending time together. Yeah. Maybe could, they could 
go to coffee and yeah yeah yeah. it's just like sort of casual yeah totally not that anything about louise says casual um but she, yeah she does ben overhears her talking about jack to uh nolan and obviously he walks up right at that moment as you stated mm-hmm and he's the like, he's like oh, the horrors i always knew it it was him it was him mm-hmm. i don't know why he has that voice in my head i was but... gonna say yeah it's quite the accent he picked up <laughs> i don't even know what that was but he does he hears it he kind of wanders off i have a feeling that's sort of the end of ben mm-hmm. he doesn't really you know he is a cop so maybe he'll come by again but he's not really in our lives that much yeah. I mean, what would be really messed up is if Emily didn't just go get Jack. She just tried to, but he left, and then she came back and was like, by the way, Ben, I want you back. I want my key back. <laughs> yeah, that too. That too. I just, I thought that the plane scene was interesting. My favorite part of it was the fact that she didn't get him, that he does leave. Mm-hmm. He sees her calling. He turns his phone off. Well, you have to when you get on a plane. Do you want a private jet? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been on a lot of private jets. Uh, any i like have a hard time believing somebody comes over like um now everybody needs to turn the cell phones off turn off your cellular data please mm-hmm. i feel like they don't really wouldn't really make a difference they just like call to the back yeah they, yo yo yeah yo turn it off yeah. uh <laughs> pilots are a lot more casual than private jets yo yo yeah, Turn I, it off. I don't know why my private jet driver says yo yo but he just does your <laughs> private jet driver fire your pilot. pilot. <laughs> well, I was thinking the whole time. I was like, "Oh my god, Emily's getting out on this plane. And she's gonna be the pilot." Yeah. Like, oh, Jack's gonna get on this plane. and He's gonna turn around. It's gonna be Emily, and she's piloting it. Yeah. But that's not what happened. Yeah. It's not a horror movie. Yeah. Exactly. But I was kind of thinking. All right. So she obviously misses it. We see the whole scene with Mason. He lays out the truth. I still have no idea how Mason got out of jail. Mason's very upset with her because the only reason he agreed to go to jail was so that he could have this. Mason tells all about Emily Thorne story. She totally spoiled that and spilled the beans. Um, so maybe he said something and got himself out by doing what she didn't want him to do. Why originally was he in there? Like what she had that over him, but what was the card he was playing? I don't even remember at this point. Something Emily like. I don't know. Something, <laughs> something way back when so you guys let us know at home. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, he's out. I don't know if he's escaped, if he's been let out. He's looking pretty good. Very dapper. He's had time to shave and like do mm-hmm. all of those things. He didn't come straight from the jail cell. Um, and I, I, it's interesting to see where his character's going to go. Then we have another big bomb dropped on us this episode, which we briefly touched upon. But it's the fact that David, even now he's free, he's finally back. He's sick. Yeah. And he has lymphoma, and he's going through chemo, and he just found out, and he goes to tell Emily, and he doesn't because she's so happy, and he doesn't want to destroy it. So he knows, and the only other person he who knows is Stevie, which is the most bizarre dynamic, and I, I just feel so freaking bad for him. Like, can this poor guy get a break? No. No, he really can't. Were you expecting the show to go in a direction like this? Because I was completely knocked on my butt by this. I don't expect revenge to have a happy ending i just don't so so what do you think that means for david's character then i don't think it means anything good i mean we like the end of this episode he's getting chemo they say that they found it early in that it's aggressive treatment so that's a good sign i want to call his doctors (laughs) okay well let's you know stevie did hook him up with one of the best. Yeah, one of the best oncologists. And he got Stevie's number. 
which is totally because she likes him and they're gonna go on a date mm-hmm. i actually do think that they would make a pretty good couple why just because they have kids that are the same age no because the way that they interact together like w- w- the advice she gives him and when he and when she's like you're full of it and all that stuff i feel like a lot of people kind of tiptoe around david because of everything he's been through but i don't feel like she does mm. and i like that mm-hmm. or at least they would make good partners in crime like i don't know if the rope because i we haven't seen them romantically involved i don't know if that aspect's there but i like them as a duo somehow okay. i just think they keep each other in check um so I am glad at least somebody knows and that she's there and that she's staying and she can help him through it. But I really, really need him to tell his daughter. Sure. Because imagine if she did just get on a plane and go to L.A. Yeah. She would feel like a load of horse crap. Yeah. Who do you, What are the chances that he tells her first or Nolan? Like, who's the next person that's going to find out about this? Ooh, probably Nolan. You think so? Yeah. Maybe Ben. I really hope not. I really hope not, too. Yeah, and then if Nolan knows, will he decide to tell Emily? Will he not? I guess that's a little bit of predictions. All right, guys, drum roll. It's the moment we've all been waiting for. You're not going to help me with the drum roll? No. Oh, okay, I'll do it alone. Drum roll. (laughs) The end of the episode. It's the end of an episode, an end of an era, an end of a character, the biggest character on the frickin' show besides Emily. Someone gets me. All right. Victoria lights the freaking house on fire. She goes. She turns the gas on. She gets her thrown back. Bizarre, but also amazing. And she lights the entire Grayson Manor on fire with herself in it. Yeah. We still have some episodes left this season. Yeah. Oh, my God. We just killed our big bad. I don't know about that one. The bum 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 was way better. All right. Immediately, she turns the gas on. She's sitting there. We see her with the lighter. She lights it on fire. What's going on in your head? Well, I'm shocked. I can't believe that it actually, because I was like joking about it. I'm like, she's going to kill herself. But um, suicide's not a joke. Sorry, I didn't say that. Uh, no, but, I know what you mean. Like, it, you were making a joke because there's no way this show would actually do that. And but then they she, did. But then they did. But she just seemed like so, like, she's like, I'm going to end things. But I think the, what she meant now in the bigger sense, she did end things because she killed herself. But but in the bigger sense, it, it's going to look like Emily is the one who killed her. And so it's going to go down looking like... Emily's the one. It's not going to look like a suicide. Right. The gas was turned on in her house. Although the whole thing with the throne then, they're going to be like, how did this get back? Like, what happened? How did she, How did all of this come about? I don't know. I don't know. It's really tricky. And when she's talking before to her uh, bodyguard and she's like, I'm going to do something that she never had the courage to do. Right. Was she saying committing suicide? Well, killing. Well, she said end it. Yeah, I'm going to end it. And I guess she kind of did. Also, that flash drive, does Emily actually have that flash drive? Does she drive? have the real one? Does she have the real one? Who actually has it? Was it a fake one? Is Victoria smart enough that that was a fake one? <laughs> Is this a prediction? Maybe. Okay, yeah. let's roll okay. it. Predictions. No, no, do it. Okay. I want it. Predictions. Okay. Underline it. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. That was Margot who attacked her. Victoria and Margot set it up like that, though. So that the car was missing on purpose. She sent Louise to get the car. Then Margot, on purpose, attacked her, stole the real thumb drive. Oh, she did actually find it. 
Yeah, but but see, Margot and Victoria were working together this whole time. Right, but it didn't look like anybody found anything. But you think she did? Yeah, that maybe she actually or actually already had it. Oh, okay. She already gave it to Margot, so they like set up all these things so that she could tell Louise, "Oh, it was Emily? She attacked me." Whatever. So they set up all these pieces right huh. ahead of time, so that later when she kills herself, I think Margot like may already know all of this information. Blame Emily for killing her. And Margo has the thumb drive and she has all the information. She's going to expose all of it. I think that no matter how we get there, that wasn't the thumb drive. Emily does not have the thumb drive. Yeah. Somebody else has it. Whether right. it's Marco or Louise or Victoria planted it somewhere or the freaking bodyguard has it or somebody or Ben, Ben, Charlotte, Lydia. Yeah. Uh, somebody, somebody has a thumb drive and it's going to be used. And not only is Victoria's death going to be a thing and not deemed a suicide, but then the thumb drive is going to come out and then people are going to really know that Emily killed Victoria, which we know is not true. And Emily is going to spend the rest of her life in prison the way that David Clark did. And then somebody's going to fake stab Emily, a real stabber, and she's going to bleed out, but then she's really going to go into a hole somewhere and then David's going to save her. And then uh, somebody's going to have a box and an infinity and give it to Nolan. Nolan's going to look for her and uh, go train with Takeda 2.0. And that's what I picture happening. I don't know. See, I think no one's going to be like <laughs> off on his own, like having his own life with Tony or somebody else. And Good. Then, and maybe like Charlotte will come back and help her. But I think like David's going to gonna die, unfortunately. And then Emily's just going to be like stuck in prison. Holy crap. But maybe Charlotte will come back from training with Takeda-esque. I am not. There's a lot of predictions. We don't have that many confirmed episodes left. I'm really excited to see what happens. Phil, I didn't give you much of a chance to talk. Just any last minute comments in case you have. You know what? I'm going to come back in strong next week. This was just too much of a shocker. (laughs) We had to put him in the booth because we had to corner him. Mm -hmm. We had to. You just had to. You needed your moment in there. I understand. It's very difficult. My moment in the sun, just like Jack. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to us here at AfterBuzz TV, where you can find us everywhere, AfterBuzzTV.com, YouTube.com, slash AfterBuzzTV. Um, if you're using, talking to us on Twitter, make sure you're using the hashtag ABTV or Revenge on iTunes, on SoundCloud, wherever you are. Give us that thumbs up, that five star. We really appreciate it. We love you guys, and we love hearing what you guys have to say so much. And where can we find you, Anna? You can follow me at Koppel from Mayor, K-O-P-P-E-L-F-O-R-M-A-Y-O-R. And you guys can find me at Roxy Stryer. Until next week, same time, same place. Good night. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 